following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Here it is, another Victory Monday inside the SWBC Podcast Studio at the Star in Frisco. Music to Cowboys fans' ears. You know, it's a good thing we have that uh, hopefully digitized because if we were playing tape, we'd wear this thing out. But that's the way I'll tell you what, you can hear it much better on the phone. <laughs> then here inside the SWBC podcast studio on your headset, huh? Everson yeah, Walls man. is on the phone this Monday at noon. Hello, Everson. I am, I am out here at uh, the Rayfield Wright Golf Tournament, sitting in the parking lot uh, in my air-conditioned uh, vehicle. Just watch. I'm watching us on on uh, Twitter. All right, <laughs> honoring the late great Rayfield Wright. Now, have you already played some golf, or are you about to tee off in the? No, no, they're tournament. teeing off uh, right now. We tee off at noon, so they're teeing off right now. And uh, I just let them know that I will be joining them later. So I have to go out here and act like I enjoy playing golf. That's a tough deal. So, How, um, how's your foursome going to do without you? Oh, gee, I don't know. They might actually try it. They might actually do better. <laughs> I figured you might be one of those honorary tee shot guys where you just sit on a hole and, and you hit a tee shot for guys. And that shake come hands. Yeah. Well, that would be very dangerous for the surrounding holes. You do not <laughs> want that. You want me to be in different places at one time. If I'm in the same spot, nah, that could be dangerous for people around me. All right, so that's going on, and I assume there are former Cowboys that are involved in uh, in the golf tournament out there. Where are you? Uh, we're at the Shaw Creek, I believe it's called Shaw Creek, out here in, in Weatherford. Oh, okay, that's right. That's Rayfield. It was Rayfield stomping grounds out west of Fort Worth in Weatherford. That's right. He always did love this this area, and you know it's Squaw Creek Golf Club out here on Ranch House Road. All right, mm-hmm. well. So, we got a lot to talk about. Yes, so much to get yeah. into. After a 22 to 10 win over the defending Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams, and next up, those Philadelphia Eagles Sunday night football coming up, but uh, a lot to talk about uh, from what happened yesterday out in LA at SoFi Stadium. You know what I told you on Friday about defending team champions? It's not the same team that won whatever they're defending. This is not boxing. <laughs> this is football. Hey, listen, and I saw on a couple of the graphics this morning <clears throat> that uh, my 1991 Giants, we were, as far as offensively at this point of the season, we were one of the lowest scoring returning or uh, defending champion offenses uh, in history. In 1991, because you didn't have, you still didn't have Bill there, right? We did. We didn't have either Bills. 
Yes. We had both bills. They both left, and we were stuck with Ray Hanley. <laughs> and, he, and it, 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 it turned out just like it sounds badly and he, he made the wrong decision at quarterback yes he did well the Cowboys are surviving with the only decision they could make at quarterback with Dak Prescott out because Cooper Rush continues uh, to lean on that defense of this Dallas Cowboys team. And when you can do that, and everybody's like, well, how's he doing it? I said, well, all he's got to do is score 11 points because the last two opponents, they held to 10. So that doesn't happen very often. And you can actually win a football again, uh, game making only 10 first downs in a game. That's That was an amazing <laughs> stat that Bill came up with. I, I looked at the stats. I got that yesterday. That was crazy. I, I looked at the stats at the end of the game on my app, and I was like, well, wait a second. It says Rams had 14 first downs. The Cowboys had 10. This must be the halftime stats. <laughs> <laughs> and then, no, that was the the in the entire game. The Cowboys had 10 first downs. So I quickly did 62 years worth of research, and the last time that a Cowboys team won a football game. With only 10 first downs made was Christmas Day 1971, a playoff game against the Minnesota Vikings in which they won 20-12. to The last time they won a football game with less than 10 first downs was November 1st, 1970 against Philadelphia 21-17, to a game in which they had eight first downs. And I wonder and that- if they had more than 239 total yards. When's the last time you've seen a team win a game, 10 first downs, no more than 239 total yards, and your quarterback is 10 of 16 for 102 yards passing? And we spoke of the doomsday, that very doomsday defense on Friday, correct? We did. And, and, and um, here comes Bill with this. With this little nugget of information, which I really appreciated, but it sounded kind of like a call to arms because you know I have to come up with this this new uh, defensive uh, name uh-huh. for this team. Oh, I so think I have like, it, it for you. Like you were throwing, I think I, I, it sounded like you were throwing some bait out there for me, uh, Bill. I don't know. Was that t- directed for me or not? Well, I think I have it for you. Compliments of Demarcus Lawrence. Okay. Mm-hmm. He uh, had showed the uh, video uh, on Twitter of his uh, touchdown return, and it was hashtag, hashtag underdogs, D-A-W-G-S. <laughs> wow. That's no, that's not. Cool. No, here's that's the name. Right? It's got a little, Go got a little no, ring to it. Oh, during the game yesterday, Douglas Barrick Lowe in that room right over there, and I came up with <laughs> the nickname. All right. It's a, com- it's a combination it? of Doomsday and Nobody's Underdog, spelled D A W G S. This is the Doom Dogs defense. Doom Dogs. <laughs> no, no, that's worse. The, no, the, that worse. the Doom Dogs right. defense. All right, so listen. Underdogs. I came, up, I came up with mine, and you have a few out there. Some guy came up on Twitter with the Marauders, which, you know, kind of cool, but no. 
that it's just too, you know, the, I, I think it needs to have two names. It's not. It's got to have. It is two names. It's two names. names. It's Dooms and it's no, Dogs. No, no. Dooms, but Dogs. No, mine's yeah, two. <laughs> it's Under and it's Dogs. But, but even with that, both of y'all still suck. You, know, you, you, meet, you meet the criteria, but yet it still sucks. So. Well, we'll keep working uh, on it as long as no, they keep no, playing no. like this. I got it right here. Okay, it. you got oh, it? Okay. Right, don't, stri- new. don't strike out now. You already whiffed twice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's so true. Okay. I'm coming with I, – I, you can't get better than Doomsday, right? That's just the way it is. You can't get better. So you have to have some, like, somehow a derivative of that. So with Doomsday, I go DWA. Doomsday with attitude. It's new school. <laughs> it's new school. It, it, it speaks to the, the different cultures of Doomsday. You know, back then you had the more conservative, Tom Landry, solid. I mean, just methodical, right? But these guys, I mean, they're new school. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're the 3.0 we talked about. And when you start talking about, you know, the, the, the uh, uh, NWA and how they brought this change to the music genre, these guys are bringing a change as well. Do, doomsday with attitude. Just so, DWA. No, Doomsday Tude. Tude? <laughs> uh, hey, attitude. All I got to say, if you got to explain it, it's not nope, going to work. That work. Well, oh, well, I think I just heard three explanations from somebody else already this morning. So that means all of us really suck. Okay, we're good. Well, whatever it is, this team has it on defense. They, you know... They were three plays away for totally shutting down the Rams. The Rams ended up with 300 and I think it was six, 323 yards. Three plays attributed to half of that. So they had three plays for like 164 yards, 63 yards, and they had 61 plays for not even 200 yards. So they were nearly perfect in that game and holding him to 10 points. Back-to-back 10-point games, and PR tweeted out that that hadn't happened uh, since 2009. 2009. Wow. And when was the last time the Cowboys uh, started the season with five straight games limiting an opponent to less than 20 points? 1972, I believe I think so. So, there they are. Those same guys keep popping up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those sa- that same doomsday keeps popping up. And here's another one that popped up, and you can uh, verify this for us. Um, it was the one from 1980. Oh, I know what it was. Starting the season off uh, with uh, 20 sacks in the first five games. Now, the most... They needed to put an asterisk by it because it occurred in 1987. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Three of those games were replacement games. So to me, the the record for the first five games was 1985 when they had 24 sacks in the first five games. So I want to know how you ended up with that many sacks in the first five games of 85. 
Hey, they had to hold the ball longer. That's why. <laughs> they were coverage. coverage. We were covering those, those fools down the field. That's why. They knew, right. they knew if they threw it, he was going to get picked off, so they just you took a sack. That, that was the last year I led the league in interception, so I was out there like a vulture. Mike Downs was waiting out there like a hawk. Come on, man. They had nowhere to go, baby. Nowhere to go. And I think the, the, the all-time season record uh, for sacks, uh, I looked it up, it was – 1985 with 62. Yeah, I and, do remember that. We talked about that, I think, two years ago. And then uh, the Cowboys yeah. right now are on pace for 68 because there's 17 games. So that's going to have to have an asterisk by that because it's a 17-game mm-hmm. season, right? <laughs> yeah. But Interesting. however you want to slice it, they won a game with 22 points uh, that the offense only scored one touchdown, three field, two actually two field goals because they got a defensive return for a touchdown and a block punt that turned into a field goal, and they only on that possession gained four yards, so <laughs> nine nothing. And, and your best player was playing on one and a half legs. Yeah, well, that fooled the Rams because it sure didn't look like it. <laughs> you know what the thing is about him? Samuel say, well, he only had two sacks. Well, he he gets these sacks at critical times, right? He closed out the game with a sack. He closed out uh, one of the drives in the fourth quarter with a sack. I think it did it end up uh, they had to uh, attempt a field goal because of it. Uh, and even Micah Parsons, games, unbelievable. He, get a sack bag, he was creating sacks for other people. Yeah, or pressures that were creating. They should they should come up with a stat for uh, a pressure that that creates an incompletion. A sack assist. Yeah, <laughs> or an incompletion assist. Because <laughs> there were times where he was just getting rid of the ball, uh, and somebody was probably getting a target or two. Okay, so this game reminded me in some ways of a game, and we talk about the limited number of first downs, just 10 first downs. Right. You asked, okay, when was the last time that a team won a game with so few first downs and so few total yards, right? Mm -hmm. I got a game for you. You do. And Nate Newton just walked into the SWBC studio. Nate must have something to say. But Nate Newton was there on December 15th, 1991 in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. A 25-13 win over the Eagles that won the NFC East for the Cowboys. Thanks to Kelvin Martin. Kelvin Martin had the punt return in that game. The Cowboys in that game. And, Nate, uh, the Cowboys yesterday had 10 first downs and won the game. It's been 50 years since the Cow- a Cowboys team has won a game with that few first downs. It, but so in 1991, that win against the Eagles. With a backup quarterback. With Steve Berline at quarterback. Uh, and it was, oh, man, how cold was it that day? It was cold. Yes. <laughs> it was cold. I was in my bat wrap, though. Uh-huh. And Cowboys had 11 first downs. Won the game 25-13. to 13. Cowboys had 11 first downs and 210 yards total offense in that game. And uh, and and won the division. And I just remember the uh, the locker room afterwards. Two hundred and how many? Two hundred and ten total yards. And, and so yesterday it was how many total yards? What was the time of possession? Well, I'll have to click on this. And, uh, the time. Oh, in that game. That's one of the gutsiest wins the Cowboys have ever had. I was playing with the Giants at the time, and I remember looking at that game. I thought 
you knew that they were they had arrived after that game. That that was their signature game. And Eagles actually had thirty two minutes and forty four seconds. Yes. Cowboys had twenty seven sixteen in that game. I remember Jimmy telling uh, Steve Berline oh, was telling us yeah. before that game. Go ahead. You know, I don't care. Do not throw an interception. I don't care if you have to get rid of it. I don't care where you throw it, but just don't throw it to the other team. There you go. Don't take a sack. Don't take a sack. Well, that was on us because the game before that, they got them 11 sacks. That 11 sack game. Early in the season. Early in the season, yeah. And I remember Jimmy telling us when we went into the meeting that coming week when we was playing them for that victory there. He told, I don't care if you got to kick, scratch, gouge, <laughs> hold. We don't want our quarterback getting hit. Okay. And he, and he the, told them, yeah. I don't care if you finish the first half 0 for 11. 11 yes. Just do not take <laughs> a sack and get these people all riled Troy, up. So Troy was sacked 11 times earlier that season, right. third game of the year. It was right. a 24 nothing Philadelphia win. Cowboys had eight first downs in that game. Right. 90 total yards of offense. That's right. And four turnovers. Mm. But uh, Berline was 9 out of 31 in this game. No picks. And we won the game. And won the game. Special uh, teams, baby. It was a 9 of 31 for 145 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. What was Cooper Rush yesterday? 10 of 16, 102. 102. So Berline actually (laughs) threw for 43 more yards than uh, Cooper Rush did yesterday. The key stat, no picks. We one sack. We had one sack. One, one sack. That, and I that gave day. that up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. You know, I'm going to tell you something, Everson. It's amazing how it's hard for me to remember the great games and the great plays, oh, but it ain't never hard for me to remember the bad Tell plays them, that I made, man. Tell them, they haunt what? you forever. Yes. They haunt you forever. Wow. I don't care how minuscule you might think it is. Yes. That's something that you might remember. And you, you're still looking for that guy. You know, I, I just want to say this, man, uh, before I, you know, and I'm saying this on every show that I go on. I keep telling all you, and I'm finna use a bad word on this air. I keep telling all you knuckleheads <laughs> how valuable Zeke is. You better quit lowballing Zeke. You better okay, quit okay. lowballing Zeke. Can we come back and talk about that yes, when we come yes, back sir. here in just a second? Yes, sir. Okay, uh, it's Zeke. It's Pollard, yeah, and it's more on the Cowboys win over the Rams when and we come heads, back. Please on come back, big please. Shots. <laughs> the Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than forty million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than four thousand have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey! Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. 
And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, back, back to mixed shots. Cape Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. From corporate homes to your home, have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, capepostcompany.com. Okay, let me set this up uh, with this little stat. We talked about it uh, on Friday against Sean McVay's Rams when the Cowboys have played against the Rams the last four times now, okay? The importance of the run game. Yes, absolutely. You remember 2018? I remember it well. Playoff game at L.A. C.J. Anderson and Todd Gurley went off on the Cowboys. The Rams had 273 yards rushing, and the Cowboys had 50 yards rushing. The next year, the Cowboys hosted the Rams, won 44 to 21, and outrushed the Rams 263 to 22. The next year, close game, 20 to 17. Rams won the run game, 153 to 136. Yesterday, Cowboys win 22 to 10. Cowboys ran for 163 yards, and the Rams r- ran for 38 yards. So there you go. And that was what we were worried about before the game, right? That the Rams would run right over them. Uh, and, you know, they had 38 yards, and it was 15 carries. 14 carries were for 25 yards. There you go. All right, Nate Newton. We're talking run game. Let's talk Zeke. You know, I, I did. I do this on my show every week. You know, every if you're looking for identity, and everybody, every time we got beat last year, oh, they were more physical than us. Oh, they ran the ball better than us. All of these things that we have in one guy on this team. We went out and drafted a young guy from Tulsa who we said was physical. He liked to run the ball. And so now you got two guys on the team that want to be physical. Your left tackle and your, and your main running back, Ezekiel Elliott. Yesterday you went into a hostile territory with a great all-world defensive tackle that can move all over the field. And you, in your first three series, featured Zeke. 
and all of a sudden you soften them up, game is close, they go up, they put Pollard in, and all of a sudden he just breaks through. How, did, how was that so easy? Because Zeke for three series took on the blunt of all they had to give, and he softened them up, and he made a big play for this kid. See, people don't understand that. And then when you have when the quarterback later on in the game in the first in the first half, when the quarterback points to the Mike Backer and then to Jalen Ramsey, number five, saying, <laughs> one, two. These are me and your guys. He told Paula, this is me and your guy, right here and right here. <laughs> the linebacker steps sideways. He don't come forward. He steps sideways. Pollard looking at the linebacker, and here's come Jalen bearing down and almost broke your quarterback back. And now you're going to tell me about a 57-yard run when you're about to lose your, your second quarterback? No, sir. And it, it could have caused a touchdown as well. That Thank you. That could have easily you. been a scoop and score. So so I, to, to emphasize what Nate was talking about, if you go to the fourth quarter. Yes. Uh, it was the Cowboys' second possession, full possession in the fourth quarter. They were up 19 to 10. They got the ball at the 48 yard line. Yes. Two tight end, five yards. Two tight end, three yards. Three tight ends, seven yards. All Zeke. Then they bring in Pollard, and I saw this. They hit Pollard in the same hole that Zeke had been running in. But his speed fooled him. Yes. He popped through there, and they weren't ready for the change. Thank you. Up, right? Yeah. And he hit it for eight yards. So they had yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight plays in a row with two or three tight ends or a fullback in the game. And they ended up driving all the way to the field goal that gave them the 22-10 to 10 in that mm-hmm. series. I think they threw maybe one pass the whole time. They just ran, ran, and ran. They threw one slant pass the CD. And then on top of this, Everson and you guys, in the, we was down maybe they was leading it, uh, the time of possession. But they came in and they pounded that ball, and we came within a minute of having 30-30. If our defense can play 30 minutes or less a game, we will be in every game. But the fear for me is is that we start giving up them 32 minutes, 32 minutes, and it's going to hurt our defense. But yesterday, at certain times, my hat's off to Kellum. Yep. This this dude – and last year when I said this, we went away from the run. But this dude has figured it out. Uh-huh. Now you're talking about people looking at you in a different light because I know everything in his heart want to throw that ball. Hey, wait, well, hold up. You got to stop right there. What did you say, Bill? And I, I will always remember that. It's in his DNA. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That, that, when you said that, that just cleared everything up. Okay. He can't help himself, but. When you fight against your instincts the way I know he's been and, and the way he's been handling this team, especially when Dak went down, to me that, that says a lot about him. And I'm glad you're saying that about uh, uh, Zeke as well. This is a guy that can pick up blocks better than any running back I think I've ever seen. I mean, he is putting his head in. You remember how Ron Springs used to pick up yeah. blocks? Uh, That's he right. picks up blocks just like Ron. 
He puts his head in there and he hits them square in their chest. An Ohio State and, thing, I guess. He shows Bill and Bill and Spag and I've talked about it. The culture that I have always wanted to see around here was one of toughness, and I wanted that to start with the defense. But always, what count what went along with that was was uh, 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 Kellen trying to always dazzle everyone with our passing prowess. Forget that. Sometimes, man, just hit these dudes in the mouth. Trust me, it has a la- more of a lasting effect than a bomb does. Uh, I'm telling you, getting hit in the mouth over and over again, it makes you play differently. I- I've been in those kind of games, and it ain't comfortable. So this will make you guys laugh. So after the game, and I remember who said this to me, they said, golly, Kellen Moore, he was so boring with his play calls. I go, what do you mean? <laughs> wow. He said, they said, he keeps running the same play over and over again. And I said, yeah, and they ran it over and over again for 163 yards. You, you know what's amazing is ever since Coach McCarthy said, we, we, me and Kellum's going to take an extra long look at his first 15 plays. <laughs> Guess what? The only reverse we see now is the reverse with Parlor. That's the yeah. only reverse. We haven't seen triple and 18,000 reverses. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. What I saw this past week gives us a chance against Philly. It gives – it just – because for two reasons. It makes them pay attention to the run game to give us a chance to pass, to give our receivers a chance to get open on quick, quick intermediate stuff. And another thing it does is it helps our defense. Because this is our bread and butter. The head coach say it stirs the drink. Why not cater to it? Until we get Dak back and see, could we do some things different? I think y'all will uh, allow me to come on and vent. Well, I got one more thing on the on the whole Zeke Pollard thing mm-hmm. because I don't understand why Cowboys fans, media, whatever it might be, appreciate both of them. I mean, yes, they, sir. They both pro- they love Tony and love Zeke. Yes, I don't. I do not understand the Zeke hate when Pollard goes fifty-seven yards for a touchdown. That I'm gets looking, set I'm looking, up. I'm, that gets I'm, set I'm, up. I'm looking at Twitter, and I'm going, I mean, you got a steam journalist. I'm not going to say his name, but he puts out a tweet right after Pollard's run. Tony Pollard has two 50-yard runs in his career per ESPN. Ezekiel Elliott's last 50-yard run came in 2016. They are two totally different backs, and Zeke's value to this team cannot be understated and so then shortly after that here comes Jalen Ramsey on the corner blitz see there (laughs) there's another example right there you know I I just don't understand it would be like saying like when Dez and Witten are on the team and well I don't understand. They keep throwing it to Witten. Quit throwing it to Witten. Throw it more to Dez. Throw it to Dez. See what happens when you throw it to Dez? No, you got to also move those chains, and you got to throw it to Witten too. I'll right. tell you what, man. If you don't have that kid in Kansas City, don't worry about it. Just let the team be the team. And I'm talking about that great quarterback they got in Kansas City. Now, if you got him, you can do a whole lot of different things, but you right. don't have him. But right now, you yeah. have a defense. Yes. As long as they continue to play the way they are, then you don't have to do much fancy stuff on offense. And when your special teams is working, too, as long as the new deep snapper doesn't have a premature snap (laughs) and hit the holder in the chest. Wow. Two two things that travel well. 
defense and a running game. Yes, sir. Put your lunchbox. I pack my lunchbox. All the great coaches that I've known, even the ones that like to pass the ball, know when they go on the road, if they want to calm their team down, get your defense out there and get your running game going, and you have an opportunity. Our special teams have been nice. Every time. Our special teams have been nice, too. Armstrong, man. They they gave him the bag, and he and you know what? He probably said in his mind, "I should have hit him for a little more." <laughs> well, well it's only hit, a two year deal, right? Yeah, so he yeah. can, he can yeah. hit him again here. And yeah. and here's the other thing: it was not a road game; it was a uh-huh. home game. I heard the screaming, oh, man. I heard it. I could hear it. I walked up into the 400 section before the game, and mm. I, all I could see were cowboy fans, and I hadn't realized it before. Right. And I'm going, "Oh my." Gosh, look the 400 at this. section. What is it equivalent to in our stadium? It would be the 300 section. Okay, okay. And, right. and, but there's a smaller, and then there's a 500 section to right. the top. They were all over the place, and you know, I, I kind of wrote my column, and I, I basically pointed out, you know, what in my words, it was half the stadium. They were yeah. chanting defense. Yeah. They ran the Rams fans out of the you stadium. Gotta love it. You gotta yeah. love it. So what you travels what travels is defense and a run game. And a run game. And, a run and, game. and, I and as take, long as your special teams don't hurt you, you can win yeah, the game. And, and I'll take yeah. you back to that game in nineteen ninety one. Yes, sir. The twenty five thirteen division clinching win over these Philadelphia Eagles that the Cowboys are facing this week. And Emmett Smith in that game had twenty five carries. For 75 yards. Yes, sir. He, he only averaged three yards a carry. But Zeke! What did, and what did Zeke, what did Zeke do yesterday? It yeah. was 22 carries for 78 yards. Thank you. And it was a 12-point win with only 10 first downs. And you might have to go into Philadelphia this week and win another 25-13 to 13 game uh, with only 10 or 11 first downs. But that's how you win these games. They had Aaron Donald and they had Greg Gaines. But this team here got Fletcher Cox, and they got Jordan Davis, and they got Brent. They got more. I understand who Aaron Donald is, but this Philadelphia team has more impact players versus the run than this up than the team we just played. Even more so than the team we played two weeks ago. So we've been on, on death row. For the last few weeks with inside players. No kidding. What I'm you just, about Washington? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Everson, I'm sorry to take your seat and to hog your show. And y'all, I love y'all, man. And, and I keep critiquing y'all. We need to get to a break or either close this out by. All right, we're going to get to a break right now. And we're going to hear more from Cubby when we come back here on Mix Shots. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? Great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. 
So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back, back, back to mixed Shots. Limited single-game tickets for the remaining home games of the 2022 Dallas Cowboys season at AT&T Stadium are available now. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash tickets or SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. All right, we've got eight minutes left on the show. Uh, Everson, I want to give you the opportunity, since you aren't in studio, if there's anything top of mind that you would like to address here in the last few minutes of the show. Well, I mean, the the obvious is, uh, you know, the more Cooper uh, Rush keeps winning, the more more Dak naysayers are out there, you know, uh, trying to put a nail in his coffin. And you, you hear that from, like, all ends, of the spectrum, both ends of the spectrum. And that's something that I think is uh, very disrespectful. I mean, when you look at what Cooper's done, it's amazing. One thing that he has going for him is a lack of uh, turnovers and making those big plays when it's time to make big plays. But let's be real. This team knows where their bread is buttered. And I, I'm hoping that as soon as Dak returns, that we continue with this trend in regards to our play calling. Because even with that, even with diminishing uh, Dak's pass attempts, uh, I still think that his outcome would be a lot better than Cooper Rush. I think that's just, that's just the way it is. You know, I'm loving Cooper Rush, but I believe you can get more out of your uh, million damn near billion dollar quarterback so let me give you an update on that because everybody made a big deal after the game of talking to Dak and he said he was day to day well I've said this before and I'll say it again Um, you've got to see him sort of start throwing the ball one week it could be this week I don't know and then you've got to see him take a full week of practice 
pads and everything before they will put him in the game. And the big deal right now is, yes, he can palm the ball. He can sort of throw the ball. He cannot take a snap from center. And, and he's got, you can't go shotgun every play of the game. And if you remember where the break is and how the fracture occurred below his thumb, it was a pressure thing, right? He got his hand yep. hit and the thumb bent backwards. Now, what happens when you take a snap with your top hand? The ball hits that thumb and bends it backwards. Now, the plate's going to help, uh, and the fracture is healing, you know, on its time. Uh, it's supposed to see— The plate the, could, the play could also hinder his passing accuracy. Well, it, it shouldn't. It's not that big. But it's the snap that he's got to be able to take a snap. He's going to see the doctor again tomorrow, I believe, and uh, they'll get a better picture of where the fracture is. But he's got to be able to take that snap before they sent him into a game or before they give him a full week of practice. So I'm thinking at the earliest, it's, is it Detroit after? Detroit and then Chicago and then the bye week. And Chicago and the bye week. And I don't think they're thinking, oh, well, we can sit him Chicago and then he's got the bye I think what they're thinking is when he's good to go, he's good to go. But I don't, I don't think it's this week for sure. So we'll see how it, how it pans out. Uh, and he seems to be, you know, everybody's getting, well, he's going to press it. He's going to, no, he, you can't play with that pain. You'll start fumbling the darn ball on the snap, and that's the last thing you need. So as long as the defense continues to play the way it is, they are the ones that are buying them time. Because if the quarterback only has to score 11 points, we've got a chance to win. There you go. Um, news around the league in our last few minutes here. Matt Rule has been let go in Carolina. Hmm. He will be uh, landing on his feet with a college job very soon. You think he's opinion. more suited to college? I don't job. know. I don't. I think he could probably, in a better situation, and he could be an NFL coach. Right. But, you know, so much of it is what do you have to work with? Well, who's your quarterback? And, exactly. And um, and I think he should be a front runner for that Nebraska job. I think he would do a it's great a bad job idea. at Nebraska. And there's several other openings right and now in the college ranks. I think. Uh, Texas found out the value of a good quarterback because mm-hmm. that kid is awfully good. Yes, he is. Yes. Do we even want to talk about our picks to quick? Because I think all of us suck. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much the score. I think the players we picked. No, right? we we all yeah. picked the we all picked the the right pick to click. We all picked Micah. Yeah, every right. week, yeah. every week every we week pick we Micah. Pick so yeah, we can't lose, right? We'll lean on that. We'll I believe I believe I had Vanderesh. Yeah, you did Vanderesh. How, how what is his? He had five tackles, tackles, and he they had broke six through and almost had a sack. Yeah, they had six guys, three with six tackles and three with five tackles. The the leaders on the team. I, I gave the offense way too much credit at twenty three twenty. I had twenty four twenty one, so now I'm not uh-huh. real close. 
Yeah, and I was twenty four sixteen. Yeah, and yeah. and uh, I had Cavante Turpin because yes. of his uh, preseason exploits. They there. just won't give him a chance, right. will they? They will not give him a chance. But you know what? They've been in position to. It's causing some bad punts at times. So too. so he, it, I, right? I win. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> bad punts. They don't want to kick. Oh, in I wish certainly... I would have picked Dorrance Armstrong yeah. so bad. Uh, <laughs> hey, and I don't think we talked enough about him. And maybe tomorrow we need to do this too, Sam Williams. Yeah, because with Parsons out at at some point, uh, this kid got in there, and they know who Sam Williams is right now. Uh, he ended up with twenty five snaps, so thirty eight percent. You can see with him that he's gaining more confidence. Yes, yeah, he's playing football. Mm-hmm. He's not thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, he recovered and the fumble. I, I, I actually. When I chose Fowler, I was trying to pick some guys, you know, that were really showing some good, good, good action behind the scenes. And he was my second thought. But I thought with Fowler going back home or back to the to his former team, I thought that that would motivate him. He, he did okay, but they just didn't really give him a chance to play much. See, I've I've thought since day one with Sam Williams, and it's getting to know him a little bit, and talking to him at training camp and following him there. That it would he would be a second half of the season guy. Yeah, it would just take some time for him to to learn the NFL, gain confidence, and I think for the first time yesterday we really showed uh, he really showed signs that he's things are slowing down for him and he gets it. So he know? ended up. I know he only had two tackles, but he had a tackle for a loss, a quarterback hit, a pass defensed, and a fumble recovery. That's pretty darn good when you only get the amount of snaps he got. So, yeah, you're starting to see him, and you're starting to see him right side, left side. They're moving him around, and I think his talent is coming out right now. Uh, and that's what you get when you kind of bring guys along and give them a chance and don't put them in over their head. Uh, and you know what? And even Tyler Smith, I know he gave up the sack. He gave up the holding call. But – you know what? He played 60-some snaps and did a pretty good job when you run the ball for 163 Have you yards. heard any concern on uh, Dalton Schultz? Uh, all I heard was knee, and they didn't specify if it was the same knee. And um, he only played 10 snaps in the game. Yeah. And uh, Ferguson and, and Hendershot both got around 35 snaps in the game. And those guys, hey, you know, hey, two tight ends, they're doing it. Let's, and give, give a pat on the back to Forniak playing fullback. Let's give some love to uh, Conor McGregor, man. He was McGovern. He was McGovern. <laughs> McGovern. I'm sorry, McGregor. Yeah, he was, he was fighting. He was fighting. And the Cowboys are strutting around the stadium. Yeah, no, yeah, he did. After that performance against Aaron Donald, there were a couple of times where he really gave him more than he can handle. So, no, nah, that was a good move. And then the head coach gave credit before for the uh, pregame or the Saturday night talk. And I had no idea what he was talking about. He was talking about Doc Curry spoke to the team before the game. And I was like, okay, who's Doc Curry? (laughs) Somebody said DOC. And I go, you're still going to have to help me out. (laughs) (laughs) But he he basically said, you know, you're here. You're in the moment. Do what you got to do. I heard there were some some big-time celebrities up in a suite yesterday. uh, I kind of heard some of that too. I heard, yeah 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 it wasn't me though i'm sorry oh yeah <laughs> all right that does it uh, for this edition of mixed shots hit them long and hit them straight everson at the rayfield Wright golf tournament
All right, I'll be in tomorrow. All right. And if you have to, play defense. (laughs) (laughs) And we leave you with another edition of a Victory Monday salute to your 4-1 Dallas Cowboys. See you tomorrow at noon. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!